Thanks to Notion for supporting the morning stream. Notion is an all-in-one tool for taking notes, managing projects, sharing docs, and collaborating with your team seamlessly. For 10% off a team plan, head over to notion.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, I don't want to wake up having bought everything on Alibaba. I'd be sad too if I got karate chopped in the cornhole. I like e-paper. All butthole all the time. Assault, assault gun. Everybody was bunghole fighting. Do you like to breed? Cha-ching, but not in a racist way. There are different sized rubber bullets you can get. Dad's root beer and sha-na-na. The starship is nothing without Jefferson. Goldfinch. That's a fish, right? Ambien-induced shopping. Does TMS have brains? Because I, like, really just wanted to know. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. He'll be fitted with a telephone, a radio, and containers for coins, keys, and candy for cuties. I know that you've probably been playing every day, right? Sure. <laughs> the Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the color-coordinated edition of TMS. Brian and I are both That's in right. red shirts today. It looks like we played yeah, this. It's weird. The, uh, the chat room said orange, and I think it's just a, a problem with the cameras or, or you know the way that things come across in Twitch. This is Daredevil Red. Like yeah. It's got Daredevil on it. If mine's anything, it's a little more rosy and less less of a red, but I don't know, the way my lighting and then it, it just looks like we planned this is what it looks like. It does. It totally does, yeah. Very weird. Uh, anyway, it's Wednesday. It's uh, June 3rd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett, and we're here for Hi. a show. Hi. Good morning. How are you? How was your night, Brian? How did you sleep? How'd you do? You know what? I've slept better the last couple nights. I've been doing, here's the combo. Uh, right. Chamomile tea at 9 o'clock. Okay. Drank it down, and then, um, or or one of the tea, like one of the chamomile infusions or, or types of tea from uh, Phoenix, mm-hmm. Phoenix Pearl Tea, mm-hmm. um, or well, no, no, I'm sorry, and <laughs> okay. the important part is the end, uh, and a couple uh, Tylenol PM. Oh, all right, like, <laughs> yeah, basically, it's the combo that not only knocked me out, but but keep me asleep until. 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning now have you i know we talked about this before have you considered doing just the stuff that's in the tylenol pm without the tylenol part so you're not pounding on your liver every night we thought about oh yeah well, it, well i mean that's basically like benadryl right or something, uh well it? it's in the stuff is in benadryl but it's called um is it unisom there there there's something oh, out there. See, that's the stuff that I'm afraid of. There's the word right there. Dip the hydrogenamine, whatever. Yeah, that's the stuff. Diphenhydramine. Yeah, it sounds scary <laughs> when it's in the giant when it's in a giant <laughs> word like that. But uh but yeah, no, that, that Can you can you just get diphenhydramine over the counter? Yeah, I think that's what Unisom is. I think that's all that is. So you're thinking of like really? ambient. Ambient's different. That's a bad thing. You don't want that. You don't want well, to be Well, ambient, yeah, exactly. I don't want to wake up and have bought everything on Alibaba, you know, when I <laughs> Oh man, I even thought about that. People sleepwalk, but do they sleep shop? Oh man. Yes. Oh yes. People sleep shop. That's terrible. But, um, uh, <laughs> so Bray Dunn thirteen says Benadryl is diphenhydramine. Unison is doxylamine. Oh, doxylamine. okay. Well, I've got that confused then. Do uh, doxylamine. I don't know what it is. Uh, but I wonder right. if a couple of Benadryl would do would be less 
impactful. I've done I've done Benadryl. I don't uh, I don't do the same thing over and over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> I get you. I just worry about all that all that. Uh, I know. Is, I know. What's it, it called? It isn't isn't good for me. And and the two things individually, chamomile on its own. Um, oh, never a problem falling asleep with none of this with any of this stuff. Right. But it's the. Um, uh, it's the staying asleep that's been a problem. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I can't get back to sleep. I finally fall asleep at about five thirty or six, and then I have to get up. You know, yeah. fifteen to twenty minutes later. Oh, I hate that. That's what I've been lately too. Okay, so here's my combo uh, that has been working too. Yeah. And weirdly, yeah. the last couple of nights have been great. Even though you would think all this turmoil would keep me up more, mm-hmm. uh, but I've actually had better sleep in the last two nights. And here's so here's my pattern. Here's what I do. Tell me your pattern. Um. I always sleep better when I know TMS is prepped the night before. Mm-hmm. So I try to do as much of that as I can. There's some yes. stuff I have to wait yes. until There's morning. a lot of it that's mental like that. Yeah. yeah. So some of that's that. It's like, okay, that's done. I don't have to worry about it. And then the second thing I did was I started uh, reading. Instead of like watching something in bed or listening to something in bed or a TV yeah. being on, I started reading, not audiobooks, <sighs> but like a book in my no, hand reading. an actual book in hand. And yes, it, and I need to do that because um, for a while I was doing that too, and I, I'm about uh, a third of the way through Howard Stern's interview book, which is great. I yeah. mean, talk about a um, a great a thing that makes me want to go back to doing some interviews on Coverville because it's it's very insightful, and mm-hmm. his way of interviewing is is a technique I think only he can do, where he kind of uh, unintentionally throws the person off that he's interviewing with with kind of surprising questions but then gets gets them to relax and answers questions as a real person as opposed to yeah here are all the topics i want to make sure i hit here's the the tv show i want to plug right uh, yeah. he is really good at that uh, and it's also so weird how he can go from really good like yeah. he can go he can go from hey there's a naked porno actress in our studio right now and we're doing mm-hmm. something really really stupid and then right. talking about stuff that's like borderline horrible Oh, and then now I'm going to do a really meaningful interview here's, with somebody. Here's an incredible interview with, um, you know, with Barack Obama or or Hillary. The Hillary Clinton interview he did a couple of years back was amazing. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, he, but, I've uh, many. But yeah, it's such a weird, yeah, uh, dichotomy between the two. Yeah. Um, so basically, we have, we have Sirius and we flip it over to his channel. If he's doing an interview, we stay on. If he's, you know. Bring Gary in here so we can uh, rip him up a new butthole. Yeah. All right, Gary, you're so dumb. <laughs> okay, boss. <You> know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. It does kind of go that way. I don't have serious anymore, so I don't ever hear it. But yeah, you're right about it. But anyway, interviews. but anyway, so his book, his book is really good, and that I was reading it for a while, and then it's like, oh yeah, all this new HBO Max stuff. I can finally watch the rest of the season of Doctor Who that I didn't finish. Yeah, or I can. Um, catch up on legends of the finale of legends of tomorrow or whatever and it's like it's i'm doing it to myself just no, like radio I, I hits saying i get it you do it to yourself i totally get it i do the same thing and i've done the same thing for a long time and i was reminded the last couple of nights that if i just sit and read a book and i'm reading a book about a virus that destroys the world so ah. yeah that's you'd think that wouldn't help but for whatever reason when i read a couple of chapters it chills me out and i fall asleep no problem Wow. Yeah. I'm reading The Wanderers, <clears throat> in case anyone's asking. The, the Wanderers. Wanderers. That's the book with the, the virus? Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's like The Stand, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, similar kind of vibe to it, although it's not very Stephen cool. Kingy, but it's uh, 
it's a good book. If you've uh, if you if you haven't read it, uh, you, you you might want to read it. It's very good. Um, oh, and I uh, it's funny. Someone just mentioned the let's see. D. Kelly says I just uh, started the Foundation trilogy. That is also on my list of books. So I think I'm just going to get back into the book book land, man. It just chills smart. me out. That's it feels smart. like I'm working mm-hmm. a little bit different part of my brain. It's just a, not a screen, you know. Well, it's yeah. a it's a Kindle, but it's you know it's e-paper. So it's, it's not a right. It's not the blue, the dreaded blue light. Yeah. You ever seen e-paper? Look at it. <laughs> you ever e-paper? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. That's where uh, that's what I did, and I'm glad. Trying you to fix my webcam settings, people are saying that I'm going in and out of focus. <laughs> and sorry, people, that's not my camera. That's just me. Yeah, Brian's just a fuzzy guy. That's just how I'm he is. I'm just a fuzzy guy. Yeah, I don't uh, notice. Oh no, I do. Sort of. Actually, you're now you're super delayed. That's weird. Oh really? Whatever you changed here. Well, I haven't done anything now. Come on. Oh, did you not do anything to your camera? No. You didn't even set your like a uh, your uh, focus thing or anything. No, it's really just, weird. Just launched webcam settings, so let's see if that let's see if that does anything. All right, so TMS Brio Two is what. <laughs> that was like a five second lag from when you would talk, and then your face would react. That was really seriously, weird. yeah, oh, really weird. I'm gonna turn let me turn camera off and then back on. One okay, second. all right, here we go. It's good podcasting, everybody. Camera you... off. Yeah. Camera on. Yeah. All right. Do things match? Do the words yes, coming now, out of my mouth? Yeah. Okay, good. Now you Excellent. are dubbing properly. Well done. I'm no longer on the train to Busan, yeah. is what you're telling me. Good. <laughs> no. Excellent. You are not, indeed. Okay. Um, hey, a couple things. Yesterday, yes. we had the boy for a brief bit because, uh, okay, long story short, Kim's sister uh, is currently in the breeding world. And I don't mean her. I should I should specify. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they can find a stud. <laughs> She is in the breeding world for dogs. Uh, so okay. So I should have mentioned that. Better, better continue to elaborate. Yeah, I'll keep. <laughs> I better keep going here. So uh, anyway, she has dogs that she breeds. There, I got it. I did it. I got it, Brian. She breeds. She breeds Much some better. animals. Much better. Yes. And uh, she's got a brand new uh, litter of puppies that were just born like two days ago uh, to this dog, and they and these are puppies that sell for like, or these dogs sell for like twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred bucks, depending on markings oh, wow. and gender and stuff uh the baby had or the dog had six i want to say I, I may have that wrong steve's listening so probably correct me but um super cute all's good and they hired taylor to do uh photos for uh the website that they run for this and all this stuff anyway and by the way save your emails on the whole breeding is terrible thing i don't we're not getting into it today <laughs> i don't want to get into it i know i know about the ups and downs i get it this is not a story about that but they should come from a shelter. I mean, they should probably, but that's just neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, and these are, I forgot what these are called. They're a very sought after breed. And I don't remember the damn name of the breed. They're the, uh, they are um, probably from the, uh, an Asian set of dogs known as the Kachings. Yeah, they're the, they're the Kachings. Uh, or Cheching. Sorry, it's the Chechings. Yes. I, always, I always mispronounce that. Cheching. Yeah, Cheching. Send your emails to Brian. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> so anyway no that was a that was a comment on them being pricey not a comment on, oh totally uh, totally but right now uh, people okay, are so right. hair triggery that I, i'm right, not gonna send right. you an email don't worry you're right, good right me. okay all right all right so anyways she got all these puppies taylor has to go to do a photo shoot of these puppies uh so as a result the baby needs to be uh watched so van came to our house and we hung out with van the boy the boy mm-hmm. all right so mm-hmm. we're outside mm-hmm. he loves it outside he wants to play in the water and the sprinkler and the 
And then we got him a little outdoor toy thing where you just have boats and stuff. And he just loves playing in there and oh, walking around cool. the yard and stuff. And he loves the dogs. He wants the dogs to be around, even though he doesn't usually do much with the dogs. He just likes them to be around him. And he's sad if they're not around. So the dogs are around. They're kind of walking around or whatever. At one point, Rainer, who uh, you know we adopted forever ago, uh, my dog, mm-hmm. back in 2015, 15, 14, whatever it was, uh, she doesn't have a tail because for some reason they cut that off and they did a terrible job at it. When we got mm. her, she was it was infected and stuff. It was awful. So it's this nasty little stump, but there's no real tail there. And so she's just all butthole all the time. Okay. <laughs> right. right. She can't she can't bring it down to protect herself when she's getting chased around the house or exactly. Any There's just, no b- protection. Yep. Yeah. Even if she wanted to, that thing's like a thumb. It doesn't move. His her tail just kind of goes. And when she's happy, it just barely like goes. Little, yeah, like a little. Th- all right, exactly. So, uh, because she's full butthole a whole lot of the time, she's a little ex- <laughs> she's a little exposed. And there was sure. this moment where um, Van was like screwing around in the water and having fun and stuff. And then for some reason, ba- Rainer's got her back, aka butthole, aimed at the dog. He turns and around. At Van. Yeah, mm-hmm. at Van. He he looks at it. Does like this karate stance where he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, like this. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he can't even talk yet, but he somehow, I think his cousin right, does yes. this a lot, so he's like starting to do yeah. it. And then he just karate chops her right in the corn shoot, just <laughs> right no. in the hole, just boink. And I was like, oh, I would have grabbed him. We got to clean his hand and everything. And the dog just thought the world was ending. <laughs> she went flying off and hid somewhere. And yeah, the full butthole, man. It's get you in trouble with the baby. <laughs> that is, uh, I think that is, you know, one of one of the uh, the the karate moves that they teach you in class is the <laughs> the butthole chop. <laughs> the old butthole chop. You get a you get a whole chop. you get a whole belt for that. You get a. That's right. Yes, yeah, so you get moved up from a blue belt to a yellow belt. Yeah. I think. Is I think you get you the br- I think you get the brown belt for chopping the butthole. That's <laughs> that seems like the obvious. Get joke, it? Because brown. Get it? Because yeah, it's the brown. brown. The brown belt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. Anyway, it was Which pretty. It was pretty good. Started off as a white belt, but of course, uh, don't they always? <laughs> anyway, that was a fun time, and I just thought I would share that with everybody. Uh, we also here on the show get all the really important questions from the listeners. Oh, yeah, good. Um, all right, I'm, I'm preparing myself for something very deep and thoughtful and meaningful coming clear in my mind. All right. Good. Well, okay. this is from okay. this is from the very uh, legitimate name I C Wiener. Mm, okay. Who wrote already? Uh, the philosopher. Wait, is he named after the philosopher? <laughs> I think he might be named after the time Bart called Moe's Tavern and said this. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, he says, "Hey gents, do you prefer cheese lasagna or meat lasagna?" I think this is a great question. It's the t- it's the question of our time, and I thought we doesn't, could answer it here. So, Brian, doesn't meat lasagna have cheese though? It can, uh, but there is a cheese only lasagna. I did a little wor- yeah. I did a little looking up on this, and there's you can make a very multi cheese, no meat sort of lasagna sure. thing, or you can go very heavy on the meat. But there's almost always cheese. Okay, almost yeah, I was gonna say cheese is it's it's like saying. Do you like uh, tacos with shells or without shells? It's, right. it's like exactly. There's only tacos with shells. Um, uh, I I can't think of a, just a, a lasagna that is all meat that doesn't have cheese. So I mean, I'm going to say the meat lasagna because guess what? You get both. Yeah. But I do I do like a good spinach lasagna, like a good veggie lasagna, oh, yeah, which has a lot of cheese good. in it and no meat. Those are good. Also, recommendation: you got to find the recipe. Uh, Kim knows it, but. 
make you can make lasagna without the noodles and you mm. do it by slicing long ways um slices of oh shoot zucchini or zucchini something? that's or... it zucchini slice yeah. you're exactly right yeah. and you can cook it in such a way that it is not only perfectly suitable as a lasagna and does not throw it's kind of, well it's like the zucchini noodles you do at noodles and company same kind of thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a really yeah. cool just way of doing that. Yeah, and you lose, you get rid of all those carbs. It still tastes great. Oh, I could go for that right now, man. <laughs> mm. Where is Is it too early for a zucchini lasagna? Yeah. Is it too early for a big fat slab? <laughs> Where would you go? Do you guys still have fazolis out there? No, I don't think we have fazolis. Do you guys have fazolis? But you remember, you remember fazolis, I do. right? Yeah. I it was like the, the kind of middle sort of fast food but still had unlimited breadsticks and would still bring it to your table you'd order at the counter usually yeah. took over like a they, like they, they did the uh, whatever the bird the bird is that takes over the nest of another bird right <laughs> spirit halloween bird right i remember that we got zero um, let's see i'm one, checking it says we have none in utah anymore i just checked we have one left in um in Arvada or the Denver metro area, as far as I know, like this is the only one I know of, and it's actually not too far from here. Oh yeah, there it but, is, Arvada. Uh, I see it, the first one that came up. Also, there's one in. Uh, looks like you've got one in Aurora, North Glen, Fort mm. Collins, Colorado Springs. Two in Colorado Springs, and that's it. So you mm. actually have five okay. or six. Oh, sorry, well, six total. Actually, I'm seeing seven. There's two in Colorado Springs. Yeah, Arvada, that's... Aurora, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, North North Glen, and Pueblo is what I'm. Oh, seeing Pueblo. Here. I don't see that one here. Weirdly. Well, that's I just put in. I put, of, uh, I put near Denver, so, so I don't know if, what that does. But. Oh, that's probably okay. Then that's why. Yeah. So I don't know. Fazoli's. Hmm. Mm. Maybe maybe that's a lunch option. Mm. Zero restaurants near Salt Lake City. Damn it. Yeah. All right. They weren't bad. Their breadsticks were really good too. I mean, it's like getting your uh, your Olive Garden breadsticks without all the other stuff that comes with Olive Garden. Well, maybe I'll continue my slave labor attempt to get my wife to make me lasagna today. Maybe yeah, maybe you should do that. Yeah, yes. see if Just I can get channel her everybody think veggie lasagna to Kim. So everybody channel. Yep, channel um, it in. Hey, uh, also it's good that we're on uh, t- uh, last night. Still, lots of uh, protests. Yes, way less looting and um, problematic folk. Across the board, yeah, same, same here in Denver. They um, like bigger protests, way right. less more problems. people, yeah, but le- uh, less looting, less rioting, violence, and stuff like that, which is really good. Makes me happy. Still, a mm-hmm. couple of ugly videos with cops hitting like uh, people. Well, in yeah. a couple of cases, it was you know uh, every night there's like you know some some weird story about like a medical tent getting shot with rubber bullets or a freaking right. I heard a couple a uh, couple college uh, students got tased in their vehicle because they wouldn't move or something. Not tased. What was it? Sprayed. Uh, pepper spray. <sighs> maybe it was. Maybe it was tased. It they was, seem uh, to have a lot of pepper spray. Have you seen the canisters they're using? They're like <laughs> no, they're like gallon jugs with a hose on it. Like <laughs> just. I've never seen pepper spray really? like that. I always think of it as like a little pink bottle the size of a nothing in your purse. But no, these wow. cops have these like canister with these like high pressure hosiery units. And have you uh, ever accidentally gotten pepper sprayed? Like you know, you're at, you're at a a dem like a um, uh, self defense demonstration, and they bring out a thing of pepper spray and say, "Now we're just going to give you kind of a little tiny dose and to give you just give you the idea what it's like." And uh, yeah, I never, I've never have. Have you had that in there? 
Had your I've eyes? never have never gotten uh, pepper sprayed, never gotten tased. I don't think I've gotten hit with a rubber bullet, but I have done paintball. Is that similar? <laughs> uh, I bet it hurts real good, like a paintball. I think it hurts just like a paintball. Actually, yeah. but what uh, I thought rubber bullets were were small bullet-sized bullets, but I saw some photos finally, and they're not. They're like big canister-looking grenade-sized things. They're like the size of a... Um, okay, here. Here's this water bottle here. Yeah. Half yeah. half of the water bottle is about how big is about how the big rubber, a rubber bullet, bullet is. The rubber bullet is that big? Yeah, and they fire them from like little mini cannon looking things. They don't they're not I like thought gun they guns. They were like the size of paintballs. That's like, what I like thought. Basically. That's yeah. what I thought. But the pepper bullets are those are the size of paintballs. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's And wow. those those are bad cuz they not only hurt but then they get the you know, the the pepper gets in your eyes and the whatnot there. Jeez. And the skin and the Jeez. and the blood and the whole. Got to watch out for the got to watch out for the the, the whatnot. The, what the worst part of it. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty bad. Those rubber bullets, uh, you know, they're they're not meant to be lethal, but they can, whew, they can maim you. That's for sure. I did accidentally touch my eye once after having some blazing hot buffalo wild wings. I have um, done that too. Yeah, from BW three. Yeah, the worst eye thing I think ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. There was a time I had to put my head under the water and hold it there for a long time. What oh, did I geez. do? I think it was paint or something. My dad, yeah, that's what it was. I was like 12 or 13. I think it was paint or maybe turpentine or something kind of caustic from the garage. Splashed up from whatever he was doing and got in my eye. And he rushed me in the house, like carried me in the house, held me under the sink and just held my eye open and rinsed it. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. fun. That was a good time. <laughs> I can't even, golly, yeah, that would, that would suck. It did suck. <laughs> You know what? You're like, right. Like, the word, like just as bad the uh, the the solution the the cure is just as bad as the disease. Basically. That's what I thought. I think he may have overreacted just a little bit, just a tiny bit, but uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I have sight because he uh, did the right thing. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No idea. Wash that. Got to wash that stuff right out of your. That's right. Oh, and I get uh, and I've talked about it on the show before, but I got hit with a salt gun, not assault. Not assault gun. I not mean, an assault gun. Yeah, but a a salt comma gun. or a. P- Is it space. one of those ones that that they show the slow motion videos of them hitting uh, uh, flies and it's the best thing ever? No, what it what. With flies. Have you not seen that? No. I want to know what this okay. is. Keep talking about your salt gun. I'm okay. going to find this video. All right. Yeah. So these, so the salt gun was a farmer because I was cutting across his land uh, for a shortcut to school, and he got he got mad and from his porch shot a sh- salt gun. It has salt in it. It's basically like shot shot you know shot gun shot. Or what's yeah, that called? Uh, uh, shells. Uh, what's what's the stuff inside called? It's uh, right. The 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 uh, shotgun sh- shot. The the buckshot. Buckshot. Oh, that was Jeez. my porn name in high school. I should have known that. All right. <laughs> so anyway, so they he would just and it hit me in the leg and it went deep and it bled and it hurt. I've never had pain like that before. It was so bad. So oh, bad. Wow. All right. Somebody All found right, well, a video. Did you? Did you find one? Yeah, I put I put one in our in our uh chat in our Discord, but there's also one in Wait, right, we just want to see what's uh, going on here. Tab. Okay, so my daughter right this. This is a, a gun you can buy. As a matter of fact, Ace Hardware sells them as the right by the checkout counter. You fill it with salt and you shoot flies with it. And it's like, oh, look at that thing. Yeah. And you just put Morton salt in there and that's it? Just put Morton salt in there or any brand, really. Could be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Morton. But, um, and. Uh, what is and this? And just sends out enough of the spray. But the the video of these flies going. 
like the the uh, the slow mo video of the flies is the best part. That's crazy. I've never seen anything like this. Okay, Chad, I'll I'll just put this one up. Whoops, here. <laughs> I'm not gonna do any audio, but yeah, it's loud and obnoxious. Not playing. Here we go. So bug assault. Morton Salt. Yeah, the one that AV Tech John put in the uh, chat room is actually the best of the bunch because it's it's got the uh, like it is all slow mo. And what and it kills them? I don't know. Uh, imagine it. It. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it kills them, but it certainly stuns them. <laughs> yeah, because they just lose it. They just lose it and yeah. they just fall apart. Wow, that's something else, dude. Never heard of that. Yeah. Is it bad that I want to kind of try that now? Bad for the flies. <laughs> we are starting to get some. Shaggy Maha says he's got one. Oh, yeah. So people say that uh, Gray Fox and Shaggy Maha says, yeah, it kills him. It doesn't just it doesn't just stun him. You can set your salt, your salt uh, rifle to uh, stun. Hey, Kim, uh, F Father's Day is coming up. If you can. <laughs> I'm excited now. There I want to get I want to yes. get me a a salt gun. All right, uh, Brian. We've done all we yeah. can do there. I think maybe it's time um, for us to trade in our dancing shoes for uh, for Brian Dunaway. For trivia shoes, sure. yeah, trivia shoes. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, let me see here. I guess I should add them to the call. I was so taken by these flies that I have <laughs> I have mismatched my production here. Here we go. Okay, we're calling Brian Dunaway. We're gonna take a call and we're gonna go for it. Uh, and have some fun, do a little trivia. Hoping uh, BD is feeling better. He was having a having a rough part of his early week, feeling a little low. But today, hopefully, he feels better. He's not answering his phone though. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I take that in. back. Oh. I take that back. Hey, look who it is! It's Brian Dunaway from South Carolina. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello. How you oh, feeling? Hi. You feeling better? How you doing there? I feel fantastic. Wow. Not That's, really. I oh, feel all right. You feel all I'm right. I'm making it better, than, better, better than, than Monday, than, though? Yeah, better than Monday. Yeah, much better. Oh, way better than Monday. And Tuesday was a little bit better. And today, I'm just, I'm making it. We're right. here, man. Okay. We got this. I almost thought you said, I'm naked. All right. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm I may naked. be running a fever. I'm naked. Perfect. Hey, uh, don't go get in the Rona. We don't want you to have the Rona. All right? Don't get the Rona. Stay away from the Rona. All right. We got a, a caller on the line. Their name is not Rona. We don't know what it is because they've been so patient. Let's find out. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's uh, Bray Dunn in the chat room. Hello, Bray Dunn. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Is it? Is it? So your real name is probably Braden, right? Something like that? Sure is. All right. Dunn. Oh, Brayden I like Dunn. that. So Bray Dunn. I get it. Oh, Braden Dunn is your is your actual name. I got it. No, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Makes sense yeah, yeah. now. Uh that's Jeez. pretty cool. <clears> why the why the thirteen? Were you the thirteenth uh Bray Dunn to be uh <laughs> no, no. I actually graduated high school in thirteen. Oh man. Oh, okay, cool. Twenty thirteen, big year. Guy. Yeah, no, that's Dude, cool. Dude, you're you're giving like away all your security. 
passwords right here on the questions, right here on the show. What was your, shut up. What was your mother's maiden name? Well, we yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was your first pet? Okay, cool. All right. I think we've done it. We fished him completely. Uh, Favorite teacher? Yeah. Uh, well, it's good, we to, all the it's good to, uh, to have you on, and um, I'm hoping you win something here. So let's see how this goes. Brian, do you want to lay out our options and tell him what he could win? Sure, Will, Scott. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer like I ever enforced that one, the win will go to the other player. Braden, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a couple games from Steam, Train Valley 2, and Niche, a genetic survival game. Both of them from Steam, both of them courtesy of Wesley. Thank you, Wesley. 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 Do you you know anything about those games? Yeah. uh, Yes. Oh, do you? Niche is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Niche is wonderful? Yeah, that is good, actually. That's a very good game. Uh, So is... um, I think Train Valley 2 I have. I don't know if I've cracked it, though, so I couldn't say, but I'll bet it's good. It's probably cool. good. All right, well, and, and as all, and as we did Monday, you if you win, you do have the option to trade one of those games for uh, a 4K voodoo copy of the movie Logan, starring <laughs> Hugh Jackman as Logan. Ooh, Just give me the code already. Huge Jackman. No one's going to take that. Just Dude. give me the code. Just give it to you. Yeah. You don't already have it? Come on. You've t- okay. totally already got it. Of course, of course I have it. I have the big 4K oh, yeah. digital copy, all that good stuff. Yeah. Right? No doubt. That's a good right. movie. See that I, did you guys see my question earlier today? I yeah, said, you're the, talk me out of it. The, the Red Heat UHD. Yes. Oh, uh, what? 4K UHD Red Heat. Why? Yeah, I'll, talk, I'll talk you out of it. Yeah. That's For $4. That's like a dollar per K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> less yeah. less than a dollar, just under. I don't know that I would get that. I think I would not get that. I think I would spend my $4 somewhere else. That's what I would do. I can understand, you know, Schwarzenegger in 4K, but Jim Belushi in 4K, isn't that like, yeah. you know, fancy yeah. tablecloth for corn dogs? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Don't do it, Brian. We're telling you. We're telling you. Don't do it. Uh, all right. right. Where were we? Well, you guys need a topic oh, yeah. uh, so that Braden can decide who's going to go first and who's going to win. This one comes to us with a little bit of exposition from Fred Balls. I think that's how you pronounce it. B-A-L-S. Uh, he says, hey, Brian, fact checker Fred here. Love the show, though you Gen Xers talking about the 60s always drives me nuts. Uh, what? We don't, we're not in the 60s. Oh, oh, he means we're trying to talk about the 60s, the 60s. Yeah. even like, though we weren't there. It's like a foreign country to you guys. Lots of people died at Woodstock and everyone was eating brown acid in the mud. Woodstock was a place. I thought it was a bird. And yeah, I love the Wyatt album, especially that song, While Your Guitar Makes Me Weepy. <laughs> Come on. We never we get did that, that stuff wrong. We never get that stuff wrong. No. It makes me want to go punch a skunk in the testicles. I lived through the 60s. In some ways, it's still more real to me than today. In any case... You guys mentioned a Woodstock quiz, which coincidentally I've been planning to send you. So here it is. A relatively easy one for anyone who actually remembers Woodstock, but you children of the 80s probably can't name anyone past blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, So here it is. There were 33 performers at Woodstock. And we're not counting the new the the ninety four one or the any not of that. counting the ninety four any wow. like the ninety nine ninety four right. none of that right. and um, technically thirty two bands of performers and one swami. I'm going to ask you to name the swami that gave the <laughs> Can we name invitation. the swami anyway? Oh, no, you can sure, if you want. Sure, sure. Do you're you not want to name the swami? Points. No, no, I don't know the swami? No points for you. <laughs> All uh, right. I mean, this was a this was a three day festival where the bands played well into the the night. So anyway. 
Uh, Braden, that is the topic that the guys have. Who do you think is going to win, and who do you want to go first? Uh, let's go with got to win and also got to go first. Ooh, look at this. Okay. Oh, All right. Nice. Throwing, oh, his, nice. Throwing, his, throwing his money behind his words there. I don't know what that That's means. Right. All right. Uh, <laughs> there's some obvious ones, so I should probably take those so Dunaway doesn't get them. I would do that. So Jimmy Hendrickson or Hendrix? He was, sorry, Hendrix. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. You know, He's out. Jimmy Hendrix. I, I mean, I kind of want to just <laughs> end it right there with Jimmy Hendrickson. It's just a little faux, f- verbal faux pas. It was not. I know Jimmy Hendrix. I said Hendrickson uh, because I have a character in D and D named Blood Skunk Hendrickson, and, and I thought of him. Oh God! All right, that, yes, that Jimmy Hendrix, so the uh, the closer. He was the closing act. Finished up. Burned his guitar. That I did not it. know. I did not know he yeah. finished it. Yeah. That's cool yeah. to know that. Oh. All right. Ryan Dunaway. I'm going to go with uh, CCR. Clear, CCR. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, good choice. They were uh, 19th to perform. And um, John Fogarty's celebrating a 75th birthday this week. Oh. All right. I'm going to go with another piece of low hang and the fruity. And mm-hmm. uh, go with um, Janis Joplin. Ah. Janis Joplin. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's her. That's my impression. That was my, that was my next yeah. one, too. Yeah. Yes. Sing about her and Bobby McGee and taking another little piece of her heart and uh, performed with the Cosmic Blues Band, not with Big Brother and the Holding Company. Yeah. She was in her low 20s, but looked and sang like a cat lady. <laughs> sure. I loved that. All right, go ahead, Brian. I am going with Shanana. <laughs> Shanana. <laughs> and the only reason why I know that is because about a month ago, I went down a Shanana rabbit hole. Mm. Yes. Shanana performed right before Jimi Hendrix. So <laughs> if you <laughs> if you left to go get another. Uh, Another dad's root beer uh, during right. the Shanana. You might have gotten back too late to see. <laughs> Excuse me I while I kiss the sky. These yeah. jumps. Yeah. Yeah. Did see that? Odd... Go ahead. I went down to all this slick back hair guy thing, and it all started really from uh, a from watching Rambo because I started looking at some stuff about him and looking at uh, him and and Arthur Fonzarelli mm-hmm. were in a movie in. together. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, did everybody have this yeah. pompadour thing going on? Then I, I got think- into the Sha-na-na thing. It's funny. I'm having this uh, thing with my son. He's watching, uh, for some reason, he's he's watching reruns of Cheers and reruns of Taxi. Uh, you oh, know, your, your awesome. average 20-year-old out there, out there like watching. Father-like son. Yeah. yeah. And he keeps emailing me going, dude, did you know that Data was on Cheers once? And I said, I know, so was Captain Janeway. No way. Like we're just having all this like, can't believe people That's were right. doing things with each other. All right. Um by the then, way, um yeah. Shana oh no, was I gonna say something about Shana? I don't know. Oh yeah, Bowser, the guy uh, yeah. John Bowser mow, mow, uh, yeah. was a uh, game show host for a little while and was the host of Hollywood he Squares. He wow. was. I remember eighties, eighties, yeah. No memory. Such of that. a freak. No memory. Yeah, they had a great profile. He had such a great profile. Yeah, he was great. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm like, going. You, oh. you could show me a picture of any other guy from Sean on. I wouldn't recognize oh, it. No idea. But, but no, you but see Bowser. Bowser he's it's like, yeah, yeah, he's exactly. 
All right, uh, go ahead. Uh, the Grateful Dead were there. Oh, dadgummit. That the was my Grateful Dead performed right before Credence, as a matter of fact. Yes, yeah. the Grateful Dead. Yeah. That's why the, the concert was three days long. It was really, you know, they could have done it in half a day, yeah. but the Grateful Dead performed. Yeah, and, uh, of course. Of course. All right. I think I remember this correctly. I think I remember this correctly, but if I don't remember it correctly, please forgive me because I... CCR, for some reason in my head, nothing alike, nothing alike Crosby, Stills, and Nash. But I always get those confused in my head sometimes when I'm thinking of which music is which. You get the the CCR confused with the CSNY? I do. And, but I believe they were both at uh, at Woodstock, unless I'm. Doesn't matter. Is that, that your answer? Is that your answer? That's my answer. Okay. And that is correct. Yes. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young uh, appeared. Oh. Um, at uh, at Woodstock, and even had a hit song with a cover of a Joni Mitchell track about Woodstock. She was not able to go. So there's a little hint for you. Don't say Joni Mitchell. You know what? I'm really glad you said that because. She was on my little list of okay. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I was like, I was of of a certain age, and I was like, yeah, yeah that that works. That yeah, works. That seems no, right. She she um was on the Dick Cavett show, like basically had an opportunity to be on the Dick Cavett show, and um and took that, and because of that, didn't make it to Woodstock, even though you know later on she'd have a have a, a song that uh, was popular and that Crosby, Stills, and Ash and Young would would make into a single. All right. There's only one more I know, and I think then I'm if so. so oh, really? Scott, Scott's named everyone that everyone that he said so far. I'm like, yeah. Well, so all right. How about, how about this one? One more. How about this one? Back when they were a more moderate form of transportation, Jefferson Airplane was there. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. They were the I ones who actually later. warned you about the, the brown acid. Yes, at Woodstock. That was the famous uh, recording. Was Grace Slick saying, "Don't take the brown acid" or something like that? I don't know. I didn't know that. That's oh, crazy. Yes. That, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they sang. We built this city. No, they didn't do that. No. No, yeah, yeah. So that's what, I was thinking they were way too late for that, but I guess not. Nope. When they were airplane, they, and they were a good band, by the way, back then. I don't, I don't yeah. think of them in that time period. They were still good as Jefferson Starship. It was just when they lost the Jefferson that things started to go awry. Yeah, when it became yeah. you Starship. You would think Starship, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. That's the right. worst song. All right. All right. Anyway. And now I'm going to lay down my last card. Okay. Joe Cocker. <laughs> Joe Cocker. <laughs> What would you do with us? Yes, indeed. Joe Cocker and the Grease Band performed right after Jefferson Airplane, as a matter of fact. Um, And uh, See, everyone that I've named so far is kind of like in this wheelhouse of bands that I remember from that time frame. And I wasn't even Mm -hmm. alive then, but it's like I relate all of them to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, All right. Well, then, if that's all you had, I do have one more. Let's see if you got it. The Who! The Who, really? indeed, yes. Oh. The Who performed right before Jefferson Airplane. So interesting, really? interesting that uh, you you kind of sandwiched Jefferson Airplane with the Who and Joe Cocker. Is that There's really been a couple um, that Scott's mentioned that I that I thought was after later? No, they still have good careers later, like some stuff in the seventies. Yeah. But that's oh, the yeah. reason I'm no, mentioning them because I don't know, I don't know right. much of like the ones that were really hot in the sixties, but no one's heard of now. Like I don't know who those right. people are. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So Brian, do you have? I still get one more. I yeah, still get, yeah, I, I was gonna say. Get, can you... I still get to throw guesses? like yeah, yeah. a wild swing into the air. Yeah, I go mean, for I it. I still get that. I'll throw a wild swing out. Yes. Go for it. 
Aerosmith. Yeah. Really young Aerosmith. <laughs> a pre-Toys in the Attic Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect, sir. That means winner, winner, chicken dinner. Can I ask? Can I have one? I want to say one more that I think is right. Sure, you can. And that, and this more. is literally bottom of the barrel for me because I know nothing else. But I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere when I was listening to them recently that Sly and the Family Stone were there. They oh. totally were. They okay. performed right before the Who. Really? Yeah. Right. So, That's the only other one um, I know. That's here are all the other ones you could have named. So Swami Sachidananda. Uh, gave I the just call Swami. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Then uh, Sweetwater, um, who I believe was the inspiration for the band in um, Almost Famous. I think I might right. be wrong on that. Right. Uh, Bert Sommer, right? Tim Harden, Ravi Shankar, Melanie, Arlo Guthrie, Joan Baez, Quill, who? Country Ooh. Joe McDonald, uh, Santana. No. Oh, John, really? Santana? John Sebastian, whose biggest hit was the oh, theme to Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, but Santana, now he, was, he, had, he had a bunch of hits with uh, with uh, Bad Fingers. I can't believe either neither of us thought of Santana. That's a Santana, I, I can't either. That was yeah. it. Uh, Keith Hartley Band, The Incredible String Band, Canned Heat, Mountain, Don't No, No, No. Country Joe and the Fish, 10 Years After, The Band, Johnny Winter, and the Paul Butterfield, oh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and the Paul Butterfield Blues Band are the other ones you could. Yeah, none of That's most right. I'm sorry, John Sebastian, uh, Loving Spoonful, not um, not uh, uh, Badfinger. All right. I, yeah, I, I, I Peter can't believe. Peter Ham was Badfinger. Peter Ham? Peter Ham. Can't Peter find him. Peter Ham. All right. Well done. Uh, we it's did good it. good because these, I've seen, you know, I've seen plenty enough documentaries about Woodstock and kind of went through some of the, a lot mm. of these. A lot of these bands went on to make you know, movie music for from that period oh, yeah. later on. Yeah, so you, I mean, you get what you can get. It wasn't you know? too terribly bad, but yeah, the, yeah, the '60s man. Just look at what I did. <laughs> you guys did a lot better than I think uh, I or uh, Fred uh, Balls ex- expected. Um, he well, he thought that one of you guys would name Bob Dylan and be immediately out because uh, Bob Dylan seems like a mm-hmm. like a gimme for that, right? Yeah, I just yeah. feel like I would have heard it before. You know, there would have been a bigger yeah. deal to, to know he was there, but uh, well, we yeah. almost done one and done with that uh, Jimi Hendrixon's. <laughs> Jimi Hendrixon. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. That's, that's what Leo Laporte calls him. Oh yeah, no, Jimmy Jimi Hendrixon. <laughs> Brian Ibbotson. Uh, uh, well done. Hey, look at look at this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That means you've won, and that means you get those prizes. Uh, tell me, how do you feel, uh, Braden? Do you feel good, bad, middle? How do you feel? This is fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, good. We're glad to have you on. Here's all you got to do. Send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. Yes. He'll send you your codes and you, sir, are the winner. Congratulations. That's right. And you can tell me what you, if you'd rather have Logan instead of one of those games. Yeah. So done away. Courtesy of Aunt Felici. Uh, <laughs> What? Uh, how are you? Oh, we're doing Zapped this weekend, you guys. Zapped. Yes. Yeah, 1982's uh, Scott Bayo classic, Zapped. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Zapped. I always forget his name. Uh, uh, the other guy in the movie? Yes, Willie Ames. Willie Ames. Willie Ames, Ames. Ames. that's good. Yeah, so we're going to do... Willie misses. 
This was uh, this was childhood forbidden fruit for me. Um, my yeah, parents yeah, yeah. parents would not let me watch Zapped, so I think and I've... probably for the wrong reasons. Right? Uh, you know, the reason they probably should have kept you from watching is because it's hot garbage. Yeah. From what I I don't think any of the four of us have ever seen it. Have no, we? no. Oh, absolutely, I've seen it. Oh, it's oh, one of my, it's you one probably of my have favorite... the you have the Blu-ray edition with the uh, director commentary. Yeah. It's one of my favorite projectile vomiting scenes in any movie ever. Really? We're gonna get that sweet. We're gonna get that it is awesome now i haven't watched this movie in years and it was forbidden fruit for me as well mainly because the 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 poster art yeah that was and, it that was it yeah. for most, of, most of the stuff was uh i think they showed like woman getting her dress blown up or something like that so with him trying to zap her dress anyway yeah i think that's why we came and we're gonna do happened. and we're gonna watch this with the with the knowledge that it's possible that our watching of it might net Scott Bayo a few extra cents, maybe 10 cents or something. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, Good point. We don't really like some, uh, he's kind of an a hole, but I think this is, it bears watching. Uh, Brian was right Hi. to stick it in. We're sticking it in. We're putting it in. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hello. Put it in. By the way, if, if you didn't already know who Scott Bayo was, I mean, yeah, what are you really? even doing? I mean, yeah. he's, you know, how he, what he, he's never been quiet about what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, what do you We also doing? got notification over Twitter today that Goonies is streaming on HBO Max. Whoa. Oh, now that my and friend is. The first thing I did was go back to our film sack list and make sure we hadn't done it because I felt like we had, but we totally We had. tried a couple Absolutely of times. We definitely not. tried and it went away and it came back and it went away, but uh, I would be very I am happy actually to see that. scared. What, to, to watch Goonies? Goonies? Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I loved Goonies as a kid. I don't. I don't know if I can watch Goonies and be I say critical. Kid. I was probably 14. I don't mm. know when that came out. When did mm. that come out? 84, 85? It's probably 14, yeah, 15. Right there, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I'm I'll I'll do that. I'm all down. I'm down to clown with the yeah. Goonies. Uh, all right, Dunaway, it's a play, pleasure and uh, I hope you have a continued good week and that you feel way better, dude. Thank you so much. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are a little short on time, but before we uh, take our break, Brian, tell us what's happening on Coverville today. Well, it's kind of funny you say that. And and the plan was to do a uh, John Fogarty Creedence Clearwater Revival episode. It may still happen today. Um, stuff went haywire yesterday, excuse me, with a couple freelance clients, two of which are reopening this week after being closed for the last three months and so needed some kind of emergency work done on their websites. So... Um, it might not happen till next week, but it'll be a John Fogarty cover story for his 75th birthday. So that might it might get pushed out a week. Look at him hitting 75. That's awesome. I know. Very yes. cool. All right. It's, to him, it's just another Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I guess it's almost Saturday night. Oh, Dang it. Yeah, I'll I see. the wrong song. Yeah. Not ready for that cover, Bill. Yeah. Well, I guess he's a, he's a fortunate son. What can we say? <laughs> there you go. You nailed it. Put, put him in, coach. He's ready to play. All right. That's right. Very good. Not the best song you ever did. All right. Uh, let's no. now do what are we doing now? Let's take a break. <clears throat> when we come back, we're going to hear from Tom. Uh, we're going to do a little tech time in the morning. We're also going to talk to Nicole and do recommendals. Did she reply to you? I assume she. She did. She's in. Okay. She gave me the same yep that she's given me for the last uh, three weeks when I message her on Wednesday morning saying, hey, you up for uh, nice. <laughs> recommendals today? I get the same yep. Nice. I like it. Uh, so we'll do all that in a bit, but we're going to play a song first. Brian, will you introduce it for us? Okay. Um, this is a band I've actually seen in concert. They opened up for Elvis Costello on his um his deep cuts tour. It wasn't like it wasn't the greatest hits, like it wasn't 
Allison and Angels Want to Wear My Red Shoes as much as it was like deeper cuts from his library, which is really cool. Mm. They opened up and they even came out with them and did a couple songs. They are fantastic. And if you like blues with a little bit of a, a little bit of a country twang to it, then you're going to like Larkin Poe. They are a sister duo, Grammy Award nominated sister duo, Larkin Poe. They've got a brand new album coming out called Self-Made Man. Um, it, this is uh, some great stuff. This was the first track released from it, and it's also sort of the title track. The song is called She's a Self-Made Man. Here is the band Larkin Poe. Let's talk about Notion for a little bit. Do you have meeting notes, to-do lists, documents, calendars? Where does that all end? Well, instead of signing up for endless work tools, maybe choose one that covers it all. When your work is scattered across tools and tabs and tables and everywhere, 
well, your brain feels a little scattered as well. I know mine does. You need to simplify. Notion can do all of these jobs, letting you consolidate tools and uh, all the work tools you need and use every day are right there with Notion. Burning time searching for right versions of documents. That sucks. Tired of your teammates tapping you on the shoulder to ask questions? Well, Notion gives you one place to make all that work easy and simple to find. Notes, yep. Docs, yep. You got them. Task management, of course. Databases, affirmative. You get them all in one platform that's fully customizable so you get to work exactly the way you want to work. We've teamed up with Notion and they are offering 10% off a team plan when you go to notion.com slash TMS. That's notion.com slash TMS. It's really great. I really like it. There's a lot of people sort of vying for your attention in this space right now, but I was really impressed with what I saw. So for 10% off a team plan, head over to notion.com slash TMS. That's notion.com slash TMS and get 10% off a team plan. Don't forget, that's notion.com slash TMS. In a virtually dirt-free environment, Karen Shaw, several hours a week, gets her hands very dirty. Big bro, he shouts like we do. Many Balthans died to bring you this information. This is the Morning Stream. back everybody that had really cla- uh you know speaking of like 60s and 70s that was some classic mm-hmm. ass sounding like uh i don't know like i get a little foreigner vibe out guitar. of that yeah it was good yeah it was very so good. good all right oh yeah 576 bells per turnip on uh, my island if people want to come oh dang dude that's pretty yeah, good no that's kidding. pretty good it's better than that yesterday one <laughs> it is better than the one yesterday yeah. yes that's so you never know, though, All right? right. Like, I guess I'm, uh, while Tom is talking, I'm going to be listening to Tom and opening up my island and posting a. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling Tom, a code. Tom might <laughs> Tom might head over there and sell his turnips. I don't know. He might do that I while would, he's on there. I would hope so. Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. All right, let's get him in here and uh, see what's up with our good pal Tom Merritt. All right, Kay. here we go. Right here. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. The man, the legend, the myth. It's Tom Merritt, everybody, joining us right now. Hi, Tom. Man, I'm more and more uncomfortable being known as the man these uh, days. But the, <laughs> all right, I'll call you're you the, the myth. man. You're the A myth. Lot of, yeah, it, it has gone from you're the man to like uh, fight back against the man. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Nobody wants to be the man. I don't want to be Maybe the man. Maybe that's not so good. No. Depends. Depends on what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I want to be... A man. <laughs> so I am a man, not the man. Tell hey, me, tell me. Yeah, tell, tell me more. Me. Hey, uh, so Tom, while you're, uh, uh, you should give Tom a code, Brian, before we open. I'm the giving them. Oh yeah, I'll I'll text it to Tom. Yeah, if you got if you got turnips, Tom, we got we got we will hook you up. Uh, turnips, yeah, you say? Brian's got an amazing mm-hmm. deal on his island right now. So I just sold my turnips yesterday. Oh no! 
Hope you got a good deal. Yeah. No, I, I, here's, I'm, I'm horrible at the turnip game because what happens is it gets far enough above in my own island that I'm like, I don't want to mess with going to somebody's island. I don't want to have to check this thing every day anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that. I totally do. So this do. morning I got up and I didn't have to worry about my turnip prices because they were already sold. Yeah. But also, I'm bell poor because <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, you got oh, the bell no. poorness. Um, yeah, I, I thought I wasn't going to care about turnips, but now I feel like I've gone all in on them in a way that's actually I feel like once you pay off your house yeah and welcome to Animal Crossing talk folks but uh, (laughs) once once you pay off the house in Animal Crossing Mm -hmm. then the turnip game becomes more appealing because it's like oh I'm looking around for some more things more excitement yeah yeah there's a there's an end game to it but uh, I don't know Mm -hmm. your mileage may vary I'll tell you what won't vary though is our adherence to wanting to talk about the technology news of the day even in crazy weeks like this uh, that's what Tom's here for. Tom, what are we uh, what are we discussing today? What's going on? Uh, one of the things we'll be discussing on DTNS today is that Zoom uh, thinks that if you're not paying them, you don't deserve as much encryption. Oh, well, I saw this. Yeah, they're gonna. If you're a freebie user, yeah, you get no encryption. If you but, pay Pro, no, you get encryption, that, right? No, that's really? not true. Oh. That is not true. Oh, good. Let's uh, let's dispel. If this you are a free way. user, you don't get end to end encryption. Uh, and and the context for this that's important is Zoom was saying they had end-to-end encryption, but didn't. Ah. And and that was a big story about a month ago or so, where they were saying it was end-to-end encryption, but in actuality, there were endpoints, especially with video calls, that could allow Zoom to look at the call, right? Okay. Uh, and that's if you're like, wait a minute, Zoom, look at your call. It's not like they were sitting there looking at all the calls. Uh, it was that if they stored the keys, basically, is what it was. And so it was it was technically end to end encrypted, except for the fact that they had the keys to the encryption. And so the fear was if law enforcement came along and said, hey, we want to look at uh, that person's Zoom call, uh, then Zoom, without telling you, could hand the key to law enforcement because they had it. This is different. Uh, than what you normally have an end encryption like with WhatsApp, where they don't have the key. The key is stored locally on your device. And if they say, hey, give us the key to, to the encryption, WhatsApp can be like, I don't have it. There's no way I can give it to you. It doesn't exist for me. Hmm. Uh, so that's what Facebook or that's what Zoom has now. And what they're doing is impl- implementing actual end to end encryption. And what they're saying is, but we will only do that for paying customers uh the existing customers will not have that it's unclear to me whether they're just going to leave the current encryption system in place or whether there is some change to the encryption for free users and there will be encryption for free users so you're not you know you're not open out on the internet for anybody to spy on you Mm -hmm. uh but it won't be as strong uh and i think what got people all upset was that zoom ceo eric yuan said that the company wants to work together with the FBI, with local law enforcement. In some cases, some people use Zoom for a bad purpose. Mm. And so so that made it sound like those free users are all criminals. Mm. Uh, we all know it. Mm. Uh, so we're not going to afford them the best protection. Uh, and certainly criminals would never pay for Zoom. That's, uh, you know, those are, those are sort of the implications that people took a, took uh, objection to. Right. I was... Uh... I was looking back at something I couldn't I couldn't remember for sure, so I wanted to look it up. But back in 2018, Skype started offering end-to-end encryption in conversations. But it looks like it's a thing you still have to 
you have to enable. So I think it's you have to turn it on. Yeah, you got to turn it on. So by default, it's not on. Um, I think that kind of comparison is important, just because Zoom is easy to demify right now because they a are huge at the moment and are having incredible growth because of reasons. And uh, so there's a lot of scrutiny, rightly so. People should should look at these things and check into them. But I, I think it's also important for people to know that all your other options may not be giving you the kind of security you're, right. you're hoping you're expecting from Zoom. And uh, again, mileage may vary. I don't know, like Discord, I don't even know if that stuff's encrypted. I have no idea. I've never looked. So maybe today's a good day. Educate yourself and find out just how protected is your video conferencing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah. most of these systems aren't end-to-end encrypted. The only reason there's pressure on Zoom for this is, like you said, it had crazy growth and suddenly a lot of eyes uh, were on it. Yeah, it uh, looks like, just f- to answer that question, I sort of hy- uh, hypothetically asked, encryption is not current, end-to-end encryption is currently not available in Discord, uh, but a much-asked-for feature. So A, lo- a lot of companies uh, have not enabled end-to-end encryption on their messaging or, or video or voice calling uh, because it decreases performance. Right. It's harder to do. Uh, it's not hard to do, but it's hard to do and keep maintain the level of performance. So a lot of times people look at user complaints about dropped calls and this didn't work and then look at here's all the work that we, uh, we have to do to implement encryption. And if we do it, we're probably going to see an increase in those complaints and they back off. They shy away and say, that, that sounds hard. Uh, yeah. Do we really need to do it? And right. and the thing is, if you put in the work and you do it and you do it right, you still can have perfectly high performance. Signal is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp is a great example of that. Sure. You can do it. Uh, it's just it's it's something that isn't like flipping a switch. You can't just turn it. Right. Off. And audio and video performance, obviously, are, are more critical than, say, something like, well, I'm, I'm speaking from from the perspective of a podcaster who needs good yeah, video right. services. So <laughs> so I'm a little biased in that direction. But um you know, that'll improve with time. Codecs get better. Bandwidth gets better. Technology behind it all gets better. Like, there's a there's You're, just, a, there's you're, a you're adding another step in the process. And whenever you add another step in the process, there's more chance for, for things to go awry that you have to guard against, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that and so much more to discuss today on the Daily Tech News Show, which I'm very much looking forward to. If you guys haven't done so, make sure you go back and listen to Tuesday's uh, show which was very different than anything you've ever it's actually heard. Monday. Was show. it Monday? I'm sorry. Monday show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I reposted yeah. it on Tuesday. Dude, days are jacked up. I don't know what is up right <laughs> yeah, now. They totally you. are. Yeah. Um, it was uh, incredible, and people should listen to it. Uh, Tom, anything else uh, we should mention or talk about before you go today? Uh, uh, no. DailyTechNewsShow.com. Come come listen to, to Scott and I talk. And uh, like like said, go go listen to Monday and Tuesday's episode. We had Chris Ashley on, on the show yesterday. It was a good time. Yeah, I uh, highly recommend it. Plus, today will be fun. So check it out. Wednesday rocks. We'll see you soon, Tom. Thanks. Thanks. See you, Tom. Ace Detect on Twitter, I should have mentioned. You can follow him on Twitter. He's a good tweet. That guy. He is a good. He's good for. He's good for a, a larf he's or good. an insightful uh, 280 <laughs> characters. You know, I like the word larf. No one the uses larf. that he's good enough. For larf. Yeah, <laughs> let's, get, let's put that back in fashion. I like that one. Yeah. All right, Nicole, incoming. Yeah, I heard something about end-to-end encryption on my island, something like that on mm-hmm. my turnips. Yeah, something encryption. like that. End-to-end encryption, sure. <laughs> something, something about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'm guaranteed that none of us go into each other's islands as an end-to-end encryption experience. I guarantee yeah, you that. Yeah, no, exactly. In those fact, dodo, oh, that yesterday. Those dodos don't know anything about two-factor authentication. <laughs> and yesterday was like 100 retries before I finally got into that island. It was so nightmarish. Oh, and then by the time I got there, like I sold to my little dudes, and then someone flew in and it stopped the sale. 
And then when they landed, I ended up back at the airport with all my yes, turnips. Yes, with still. all your turnips back in your pocket. That oh, to me that was rough. All right, I'll tell you what isn't rough. This. Welcome to the program, one Nicole Spagnolo. She is calling in all the way from Colorado, just like Brian is. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Hi. Yeah. Hi. We can hear you. We all can that totally stuff. Hear you. Yeah. No need to yell, Mark. Now it's fine. Uh, I'm, I got a screaming four-year-old. It's just. Oh man. Aww. She she all right? What's uh, what can I do? Let me uh, t- she's tell. Just being four. Uh, yeah. But she's four. Four's hard, man. <laughs> Four's a four's I a hate four. four. <laughs> Everyone says terrible twos. I remember four being pretty uh, no. hard. Oh, yeah. No. Twos were fun, actually. Four. I enjoyed the twos. Four for both of my kids is rough. I mean, what's the word for it though? So if it's so terrible twos is easy because it's alliterative, right? What? Do, how do we do it with mm-hmm. fours? Uh, the, the fearsome, fearsome fours. Uh, the uh, that's not bad. Four, four teen. Uh, how do you, how do you merge teenager with four? Four-nager. Uh, the f- <laughs> four-nager. Ah, oh, the four-nagers. <laughs> yeah, the foragers. It's the forager stage. I like it. Well, anyway, so the effing the effing four is a lot of people in the chat room. All I, I, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that they've said it, it makes perfect uh-huh. sense. Anyway, well, I'm glad you're here. We're going to do recommendals, um, talk about stuff we've seen on streaming services, and uh, recommend them to people who are listening to the show. Let's start with Brian's clip. Do you have any setup here? Uh, n- no. I'll just say it's a movie, and that's all I'm going to say. That's uh, that's all of it. Yeah. No. Okay. I like that. Here's yeah. a here's a movie. Uh, here's a movie, guys. Here you go. Yes. Please tell me it isn't true. Yes. Do you know the history of that painting? Do you know that it was his last painting because he died in an explosion, stupid accident? And somehow, miracle after miracle, it survives through centuries. Until you. Hobie, I never meant. I didn't know what it was at first. I was just trying to keep it safe. It wasn't yours to keep. Tell me, is that, uh, that's Jeffrey Wright, is it? That is 100% Jeffrey Wright. I yes. I what that is then. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, you heard Ansel Elgort as well there. Uh, one person in the chat room got KT Data, actually Soko Fab Lab got it as well. The Goldfinch is what that is. And it's based on the Pulitzer Prize winning um, novel um, by Donna Tartt. This was like the thing everybody was reading in 2013. Like everybody was, oh, you got to read the Goldfinch, got to read the Goldfinch. Hmm. Um, the movie is good. I never read it. Tina did read it and she loved the book. She really liked the movie. Where's mm-hmm. it streaming? Yeah. It is streaming on. Where's it streaming? It is streaming. I'll answer your question if you let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's streaming on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, so, so is it all about a fish? Is it about a fish? It's not about it's not it's called I mean, gold finch. Uh, sorry, not a fish. <laughs> finch. <laughs> I meant finch, sorry. Not a gold, gold fish. fish. That's the, a that's a fish, right? Not <laughs> a fish. Oh Lord. Uh, um, it I, is, yeah. uh, it's about birders anyway, or something, birding or it know? is about a a painting. And you hear them talking about the painting. The painting is the goldfinch and it's by a um uh famous uh, uh famous painter whose name I can't remember, mm. but oh, Rembrandt. Mm. Um, basically, it starts off with a, a little kid whose mom is killed 
who's who's in a bombing at a museum. The two of them are in a bombing at, at a museum. The mom dies. Um, the kid survives, and he takes a painting from the museum for reasons that become clear a uh, quarter of the way, halfway through the movie. All right. And it's all about this kid trying to find his family, trying to protect this painting because it's his only connection to his mother and, um, and kind of the path that he takes from becoming a, um, a little 13 year old to, uh, Ansel Elgort halfway through the film. Um, this is, has uh, got Finn Wolfhard in it. It's got Sarah Paulson, Luke Wilson, Nicole Kidman, Jeffrey Wright. Wait, is um, the Wolfhard kid? He's all pa- uh, post puberty Wolfhard, right? He's post puberty Wolfhard, okay. uh, which sounds like the worst <laughs> thing you could possibly say. Yeah. Um, but he plays a uh, a little Russian kid in the neighborhood that uh, Theo moves into. Oh, interesting! Does he um, do a good job with the voice and stuff? Does it does it? He does an okay job. It sounds a little bit like my Russian accent. Oh. It's a little bit. It's a little bit too much hassle. Okay. But um, uh, it's really really good. Um. I mean, okay, let me, let me, I'm going to strip one of those releases. It's really good. I wouldn't necessarily say it's really, really good, but it's really good. Tina read the book and she loved it. So I think if you've read the book, this is a good, this fills in the visuals that, that, um, that came with that book. Um, it was two and a half hours and there were a couple of times and it felt like it was two and a half hours, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, all in all, I really did enjoy it. And uh, like I said, it's um, streaming on Amazon Prime. It's called. So it's just Goldfinch. about a painting. It's yeah. about. I mean, the name comes from a painting. It's about this boy's journey, really. Okay. It's a young yeah, man's that's, that's journey. Yeah. A young man's journey <laughs> from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay, not by Rembrandt, but by one of Rembrandt's students. Oh. Yeah. The 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 Goldfinch. It's more like um, what was that movie with? Uh, was it Brad Pitt? The 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 Mexican. Oh, the, the Mexican. Really not about a gun. Right, <laughs> it's about the journey that this couple takes to get. Right, it's the same with the goldfinch. Okay, I get um, that. It's a little so it's, like it's, uh, Pulp Fiction, not really being about the briefcase with the light in it. Sort correct. of correct. Yes, yeah. very good. Yes, that's okay. the the goldfinch is almost a MacGuffin. Okay, interesting. But, um, well, I love Jeffrey yeah. Wright. You basically had me at him. So, um, and he's and he's one of the most prominent um, secondary characters to the main character in this second to uh, Ansel Elgort. So. He's awesome. I love yeah. that guy. Does yeah, uh, a, does does what's her name? Um, Nicole Kidman. Does her face move when she talks, or is she nope, just? Uh, nope. This okay. is post uh, right. <laughs> post plastic face Nicole Kidman. All right. I was I was specifically watching that. It's funny you bring that up, but like I was noticing that her upper lip doesn't move at all when she talks now. Yeah, it's Aww. stuck there. It ain't moving. Yeah. I think she yeah. needs to go back and get a redo on that deal. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Look, do what you got to do. It's fine, but it's just hard to emote. You know, you're trying to act. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. I need yep. you to be more rubbery out there. All right. Uh, hey, let's do mine now. This is a clip that I made. And I've already kind of I told Brian what it was earlier in the week. But I'll, I'm still recommending it. So uh, okay. this is and, – and I will preface this by saying it's on Netflix. And I do not recommend this for everyone. Here you go. The disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Did he kill himself? Was he killed? There was something happening here that was bigger than just Jeffrey Epstein's. He was known as this Gatsby-like figure of mystery. He was stunningly rich. He had a $20 million house, his own private island in the Caribbean. He has a nickname, the Pedophile Island. All right. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. Probably obvious why so, this isn't for everyone. So gross. Yeah, I'm so guessing gross. that this has uh, <laughs> got some pretty, pretty uh, deep, dark well, stuff I, that it delves into. And I, I read that he stole his money from like oh yeah this guy yeah there's a like, there's a whole thing in there about where his money came from and ugh, none of it's ugh. none of it's clean uh he's uh super gross obviously uh the, the name of the do- documentary is jeffrey epstein filthy rich and it is more it's not it's not super sensationalistic and it doesn't even really focus on uh his death and whether it's you know there's a little bit of that but it's not really about that it's more it's mostly about his victims and them getting to have a voice come come uh, forward, being able to tell the world what he did. Um, it goes through the court case stuff that was like sort of up and down. The sweet deal he got from the Miami uh, district attorney at the time, who then went on to be in the U.S. government, who then was then uh, resigned because of this. Anyway, they go through all that stuff. It's four parts, and I think it's very well done. Uh they interview a lot of people, some of whom are uh, have do very dubious relationships with the man. They talk about, um, you know, Prince Philip and his his mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. there's yeah, no, that the, weird connection there. No Jeez. way in hell that guy did not do what it, what that girl says he did. I guarantee he did it. Uh, and I also, I am, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> Rainbow Bright says Scott never recommends anything anyone would ever watch. That's not true. This thing is. <laughs> This this thing is in in Amazon's or sorry this is in Netflix's top five right now like there there are tons of people watching it so uh, I don't and think that counts Prince Andrew or oh, Andrew not Philip sorry Andrew, yes sorry not, not Philip Philip, Philip. <laughs> I keep saying Philip um yeah it's uh it's very well made it's four episodes I think it's a great look at uh at, at victims and their and the plight they they run into when it comes to people of power with money um. I think there's some incredibly brave women in this documentary. I really liked it and think that if you want, I mean, it's again, we're living in a, not the the most positive time in the world. So it's not like this is going to be a bright light of fresh, hot, you know, summer air for you, but it's, it's still something to see if you want to, you know, you want to better understand the story, understand the, the breadth of his crimes and the effect it had on these people. I, I think it was great. I really enjoyed it. I was reading an interview by the guy who made this documentary mm-hmm. and he was saying how I guess a bunch of people reached out to him before they've even seen it mm-hmm. to like tell him not to release it like famous mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm and not I'm was, not I'm not like, surprised at it all. It was very that. surprising. Kind of mm-hmm. Like it was very su- surprising like the people that were, were trying to like tell him because they don't know if they're in it or not. Right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's this giant list, and like, what's interesting is in the last couple of weeks, Anonymous is back in the news, and they found a hacked version of his list, basically his black book, and there are mm-hmm. some names in there that you didn't Many know were in there. In it. Yeah, I there is a ton that. of names. Yeah. Seriously, and wow. a lot of these people Just- may, you know, a lot of these people, I would say most of those people maybe went to his island or went to his parties mm-hmm. or they're part of the big hobnobbing around with other famous right. rich people. We're not saying they're all pedophiles or they're all part of this trafficking ring, but there are some on that list. I freaking guarantee it. And there are a couple that are in some huge positions of power in this country. I'm not going to get into names here because you all know what they are. And I'm convinced at the end of this thing, they kind of go through some of the evidence of after he, he, he uh, killed himself, quote unquote, but 
having the cameras die and the film go missing and the and the mm. uh the freaking mm-hmm. guards just happen to that one time not be watching him mm-hmm. plus stuff in his neck broke that doesn't break when you do uh, a hanging anyway these are all morbid things but there's no little, way that, no way that dude flag. killed himself yeah and i'm not conspiratorial i'm the least conspiratorial person on this planet that dude did not kill himself i am 100 percent sure because the names in that book whew, they had they had the wherewithal to do whatever they needed to do or it's one of two things it's that or column b is he had enough money and influence to make all of those factors happen so he could kill right. himself and get away right. with it. That's entirely yeah. possible. That's I could possible go that too. way. But yeah. rough thing all around. Um, it's bananas. I, it's bananas super bananas. bananas. And I hope, I, I hate, I, I'm not really into sort of anarchy and I'm not really into like, <laughs> hey, you know, let's just tear all vestiges of power down or whatever. But but if Anonymous has the goods that they say they have on a certain handful of these people that are implicated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really hope it comes to light. I really do. Because yeah, they deserve to go down until for October. This. No, they, they need to hold on. They need to do it. I, I mean, you've got a valid point. But I, I, I just hope that if they have the goods, they deliver them. That stuff deserves sunlight. What they did was terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible what he did. Oh my gosh. It's a good documentary, you guys. Netflix, find it. It's trending. And if it's not your thing, or if you, you know, you'll if you're feeling like you might be triggered by some of the victimization stuff in there, I totally get that. Like, you know, if if you are somebody who has gone through this, this is gonna be a rough watch. I think when I see stuff like that, I go, How did this happen? Like, why did this happen? Money. And when you're when when you see when you see that stuff, it feels very, you feel very powerless in, in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, I totally agree. It, it, it does, it does shed light on a lar- the larger problem, right? Which is that money and influence and power are, are, you know, they're potent drugs and people, people, you know, th- those, those power structures are still in place. In this particular case, it does shed a lot of light on now. He in particular, and that woman he trailed around with all the time that was enabling mm-hmm. all of this. Is she um, getting charged? She's she fled. She's in like um, I forgot what that documentary said. She's somewhere in some place in France, and no one knows how to get right. to her. So oh, she geez. she took off. She always maintained her innocence, but dude, not after after I heard what these girls said. There's no way, no way yeah. that she's innocent. But anyway, no. there is some power in in seeing it and seeing that there is some justice being done. He pulled some of that justice away by ending his life or having it ended. Um, but nonetheless. I think that part of it is important. And then you, and you can learn, like if you're thinking to yourself, how is it possible that happened for all that time that he could do this? You learn how it's possible. And it's not that crazy. Like he, it was basically just gobs of money and gobs of influence and gobs of promises and girls in in vulnerable, awful positions. And it's just the most predatory a-hole I've read about or seen anything about in many, many, many years. Like, he's he was terrible, that guy. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Nicole, on to you. I'll bet you have something more fun to watch. What do Maybe you got? something a little more cheerful. Yeah. I do. I, you, you know me. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I always to... rely on you for the uh, the happy stuff. That's right. Um, this I don't know if you can... Get it on a streaming service. You might be able to, um, but I, I actually bought the movie, 
So well, at the I very least, it. you can and, buy it and stream it and, that way, I guess, or yep. whatever. And I totally missed it when it came out. I, we were looking forward to it, and I guess 2019 was a blur. So here's my clip. Great right. family. Not looking. All right, I'm hitting play here. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Asked. That's great. Good job. Keep it up. Bye. I recognize that voice. Steven, what took oh, so long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The diamonds, they really want me to move in. Why? Because they want to smother me with attention 24-7. <laughs> Sounds fun. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. That's got to be one. Of, I don't know. This sounds like a teenage Steven Universe. I don't. I, maybe he's, I never watched it. He's sixteen. Oh, weird. Mm. Is this... this is Steven Universe the movie. Oh. I missed it. I don't know how I missed it because we were looking forward to it because we were we watched all of Steven Universe the show, um, and I, I, I guess they look. They released this in 2019. I don't know if you can get it on Cartoon Network's app. Um, but we, I just bought it on Amazon Prime. It might you can be, also rent it for like three bucks. It might be on HBO Max because they have all that Cartoon Network stuff. I wonder. I'll, I'll look right now while you're uh, talking. I know it's on this um, Fubo, Fubo TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fubo, you can get a seven-day free trial. But then it's like $55 a month. Yeah, Fubo's weird. <laughs> Fubo's what? not my jam. Yeah, they got, but they, they get all kinds of like... HD original. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know even what it is. I don't know how it works. There's like a DVR, free DVR, 30 hours of that, and live TV, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Steven uh, Universe, the series, is in full on HBO Max. Uh, the movie appears not to be. I have never seen a single episode of Steven Universe. Oh, it's Aww. very good. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. I hear, I've heard good things. I don't know why I haven't checked it out. It's very, <laughs> well, it's, I do, because I've got a long list of other things to check out. <laughs> it's very good, and they made a, there's a game, I think it's on Apple Arcade, it's also on Switch. I remember you recommending the game, yeah. Yeah, the or, game's or very good. App slapping the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now there's there's also Steven Universe Future, which is now Steven as a teenager. He's 16. Okay. So there's Steven Universe, the first part of this the story, where he's younger, and he he's learning about his gem powers because he's half he's half human he's half gem and with the 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 tv show you're kind of going through his journey of discovering who he is and the relationships and the gems and all of that stuff um and then the movie kind of takes all that and mm-hmm. introduces a bad guy and it's a musical so you're warned okay. I love musicals. <laughs> I have no problem uh, with musicals. My husband, my husband hates musicals, and so we're all watching this. He goes, "Mateo, did you know this was going to be singing?" He goes, "I don't mind." <laughs> and it was, it was. I was like, "Yeah, Mateo." Man, this thing's got <laughs> um, so many episodes. By the way, there's a ton to binge in here. It's so many. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is if you've watched the new Shira, she, you can definitely see that they're tied <laughs> like the same. <laughs> Well, I animators. think the the Same director or the showrunner for the Shira reboot mm-hmm. is was on this in some some fact yes. or way. I don't remember yeah, what I, her deal I was. I don't know all the details. Yeah. But uh I love the new Shira too. We watched that as well. Hmm. I love the movie. It it has a lot of positive mes- messages for kids in it. It's about you can change. Mm-hmm. You can help people even when it seems 
like everything's awful. Yeah. Um, and how, how does it look? Does it look cool? Here, does it look cool? Like animated? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes just, I I just I love reason, it when they, they yeah. call them movies. It's just the show, and it's an well hour that and, and, and that was my question because sometimes the movies they go a little further with the animation. They spend a little more. They get a little more budget or whatever, but. If it's just like the show, that's okay too because it's already cool, so it's fine. Yeah, I love the songs in it. There's one song called "Here We Are in the Future" that's really good. I, I it was very fun, catchy. I enjoyed it. I loved it. So, nice. And it actually made me happy to see the kids getting into it because there's a lot of positive messages in there too. Yeah, it's so, a that's a bona fide hit. Great. That show, it does. It's people. It's beloved. Brian should watch it. It's very good. I will totally check it out. Yeah. Uh, good call. And, now, are... and I didn't realize and I didn't realize the Steven Universe future is out there now. So we got a whole new show to watch. Yeah, there's a whole and that's a oh, this I'm sorry. Steven Universe. The movie is on. Nope. I take it back. It's not an HBO Max. Yet. It probably will be eventually. All right. Uh, great. Great. Recommend. I think it might be on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For uh, uh, Oh, the movie. Maybe. Maybe they're playing it. That'd be cool. But the show is definitely on there. Uh, Nicole, always a, a, uh, I called you a Cole. That's weird. Nicole, <laughs> that was really weird. Uh, you, uh, keep track of all these and you put them up on your Twitter account. So, uh, that's a great place to go check that out. It's over at Nicole Spag and she's also just a good follow, good person, good stuff, good things being said. So go do that. Maybe sometimes <laughs> I don't tweet a lot. Well, last, you know, I to, look, I, I try to listen more than I tweet. It's a, it's been a rough week. For a whole lot of people. And people are having a whole rougher one than we are. So I guess we'll be glad that we're all here together. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Bye now. All right, Brian. Yes. All right, Scott. We've uh, come to that point of the show. We have a theory from Dean I need to read. A theory? I don't believe in the theory. Yeah, me neither. Well, until I heard from Dean, now now I'm a believer. Dean says this. Dear Scott, I can only speculate. But maybe this mysterious John fellow that is taking umbrage with your plan to have your ashes baked into brownies and fed to old people, maybe this is a person who is venting his impotent (laughs) rage on a a complete stranger. Who knows? Oh, that's right. I forgot about your uh, cremation, turn me into brownies and feed me to to the residents of a nursing home. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe that's why he thinks I'm scaring old people. Oh, that's really funny. I don't know. Hadn't considered Uh, it. So thank you, Dean. I appreciate it. I assume he's one of the handsome brothers from Supernatural when I see his name. He absolutely is, yes. No, yeah. he's Dean Kane, clearly. Yeah. Oh, Dean Kane. Yes, right. he's uh, Future Sport uh, star Dean Kane. Yeah, also kind of a jerk these days, it turns out. Oh, that really? Guy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, not quite the Superman we all had hoped for, that guy. Uh, anyway, hey, uh, well, there you have it. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support the show. If you want a bonus uh, weekly show, well, guess what? Good news. Friday we do one, and we do it only for patrons. That's the TMSPM episode. Uh, there's that and so many more uh, benefits to joining up. If you haven't already, consider it. If you have already, we love you already. You know that. Patreon.com slash TMS. For all other things, frogpants.com slash TMS is the place to go. We will now exit with a song. What do you have? Well, I, I have uh, epilepsy from my Animal Crossing screen over here on the left side of me, constantly sproop, blinking out. Somebody's coming to your island. Bloop! Somebody's leaving. Bloop! Somebody's oh, coming to your man. island. Bloop! Yeah, this is what you get. Uh, do you? You probably have eight in there at all times, right? There's that's probably. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking, but uh, there's 
there is a line of people. I I parked a little lawn chair outside of uh, Nook's Cranny, and I'm just kind of sitting there watching people come and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Animal yeah, crossing. I probably should have set up a queue. Oh, well. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Jessica S., a.k.a. Princess Dagger 17 in the tadpole, wrote and said, Hello, Scott and Brian. It's Jessica from Southern California here, and I'm hoping I can get a cool cover for my son, Brayden, who turns two on June 3rd. With everything going on, he's not getting a typical birthday bash, but of course I still want to be a great one. This little guy loves music. Good man. And has a particular love for Mr. Rogers and Toy Story. Oh, that's nice. So I trust the great master of covers to pick out something fun and special for the birthday dude happy birthday brayden thanks guys love the show though signed jessica yeah no kidding our second brayden of the day yeah so many Bradens. Wow. Yep. many many Bradens. <laughs> um we have the best Bradens. best Bradens <laughs> listen to this podcast yeah, there's many Bradens you can get <laughs> one beautiful love. you know i captured that but i i hesitate to ever play it on the show right because it's like it just it just it's, it's triggers just so you. awful <laughs> It's so awful. One law and order. He meant to One. say, all right, you know what, you guys? I'm going to play it. I'm playing it now. I love it. I do love this thing. Like, I want to I wanna actually add to the audio clip. Okay, the line, sir, is once law and order have been restored. Go ahead. <laughs> he just can't admit that he made a verbal faux pas, that he said it wrong. It's yeah. Forget about politics. This is just about... A personal quirk of mine. <laughs> here's, the, here's the bummer, is that Braden's going to listen to us deliver this sweet tribute and a happy birthday, and then he has to listen to uh, DJ. That's right. Uh, DJ T talk, and then... Uh... <laughs> it's quick, I promise. Here it is. I'll play all right, it. All right. One law and order, and that is what it is. One <laughs> law. We have one beautiful law. We have a lot and of And once laws. that is restored and fully restored, we will help you... We will help your business. All right. So just say, one, just, just back up and say it again. upon a time. You don't have to one. fool me, try to fool me into thinking you didn't know you did it wrong. That you were on purpose saying one law. Ivanka, I'm going to read you a story. One upon a time. One, one time. One beautiful. You know what this would have been like, time. Brian? This would have been like today when I said Jimi Hendrickson. Right, and exactly. then you guys laugh no, at me, no, and weird. I would have said, "No, well, what I listen, you guys don't know this, but he uh, he His was real originally name was Jimmy Hendrix. Look yeah, it, it was changed <laughs> later. Look it up. Look it up. Anyway, gotta go. <laughs> anyway, yes. sorry. Back to the important part. Yes, happy birthday, Braden. Hope you enjoyed all that. This is <laughs> this is a great cover of "You've Got a Friend in Me," originally done by Randy Newman, of course, for the film Toy Story, released a couple years ago by Scary Pockets. On their album Kitsch Funk, here is Scary Pockets, You've Got a Friend in Me. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old pal said. But you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got troubles. Well, I got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. We stick together and we'll see it through. Cause you got a friend 
gonna see it's my destiny Cause you got a friend in me And now you got a friend in me This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Johnson's Jubilee. Mmm.